This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. I still love those videos of people fishing. Right here in South Carolina, we, we, we respect our wildlife. Just see backflip <laughs> throws the fish. <laughs> what was that clam chutney video? Clam chutney. Yeah, it was from like a couple weeks ago. I don't remember that one. <clears throat> he sent it to you. I only know because it's on the intro of the podcast I'm listening to now or editing right now. It's the one with Jesse. Clam chutney. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "We're going to soak our feet in some clam chutney." And- <laughs> I have no idea. He should have sent it to you. <laughs> he was excited because like, he knew how to do that. Like Jesse sent it to me? No, no, Tyler did. Tyler sent it to me. What? Oh I did my what? God. So it should I mean, be I mean, easy it, to find. It should be easy, easy to find because he, he only sends me a thing like once a month. I just got to find him on here, Tyler. Let's see here. Tyler Lucas. One time I walked into a Bigfoot gang. <laughs> It's not this one, but it's good. Hang on. Just so you know. Are we, so, are we live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've been hot oh, for yeah. oh. I'm not sure when this actually started, but this is so Tyler basically never sends me anything. Anything, right? I send him probably like 30 things a day. Yeah. Which I, I, that's our relationship. It's fine. He's the guy that doesn't respond. I'm the guy that always sends him. There are people that always send to me and I never respond. Just know I appreciate it. Yeah. Same thing. I, I appreciate yeah. <laughs> it. But he sent me this one and it was one of those things where like I was literally working on my truck and like doing stuff. I think I was drunk when I sent that yeah. to you because I was, uh, I don't remember what it was about. And then, and then you sent it to me. I was like, oh my God, Tyler sent me something. Like, yeah. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Tyler actually sent me something. And this is what it is. I know you guys can't see it, but I'm going to play it for you. Okay. One time I walked into a Bigfoot gangbang. It reminded me of the grass dancers at powwows, except these Bigfoots were dicking each other. They seen me. They looked like tripods standing there, staring at me, looked like he might have been chief. 
his hard on was pointed right at me. I instinctively covered my shame cave. I went to my knees and I started beating it. Started whacking him and then I pulled a fast one and twisted his wee nut. <laughs> one time I walked into a. <laughs> You're welcome. I guess I don't know. I'll, I'll keep scrolling to see if I can find this chutney thing. Tyler, handle the intro. Oh, oh. intro, baby. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Um, if you're a, a new listener, uh, <laughs> it's already going great. <laughs> if you're a new listener, is it, is it this sorry? one? Sorry, me and Oxy, aren't you looking foxy? Quite exquisite, uh, yeah, looking real good. That is the chutney guy. He's like, yeah, it was, uh, I remember when we did this, and then they had the. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go make some some like. He'll have like a can of something. He's like, you want to try a taste of ball sweat? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like macaroni chutney. Was like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, that was the drink. Was the chutney thing? Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I believe so. I, I didn't don't see fucking it, know. I, I yeah, I sent you a couple of those ones. But anyway, thank you for tuning in, America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> I just ran a mile to catch up with you. How the hell are you? This one. Yes. Shit, you're fast. It's Bren. Huh? Bren. Yeah. You had the fuzziest little peaches. <laughs> FLPs, as Kenneth would say. Remember this? <laughs> Used to slap them down on the table, and then a blindfolded Sean, Corey, and Topanga would take turns having a stroke. <laughs> really? Really? Breaking my heart, buddy. What about some uh, fermented yule splooge? Huh? <laughs> you want a taste? It's good stuff. Good stuff. This <laughs> is awkward to drink. Snacking on my tortoise like you wanted me, calling me all the time. Like Blondie, check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like snacks on the beaches. What else is in the peaches right, and yeah. peaches? <laughs> Dolphin Dive High Five? You're looking me out. I have no idea who Well, time changes people, you know. I don't, I don't look the same. <laughs> I've sprouted, as they say. The couch. <laughs> the couches. The couches. You come here a lot, though, right? I come to Walmart a lot. Yeah. Yeah, me, Kenneth, and the boys, we rent out the parking lot. Every Sunday at 7 p.m., we play hemorrhoid hunters. No, no, no. No, it's totally straight. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. You can come and observe if you'd like. No. Sunday at 7. You sure? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, before you get going, I did whip up some homemade clam chutney. <laughs> Maybe we could soak our feet in it later. You're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> right, bye-bye. I'm going to skedaddle. I'll lay on my cat. <laughs> that shit's funny. <laughs> that guy is some clam chutney. You want to soak our feet yeah. in it? <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in to America's Diesel Podcast. This is Ben and Tyler. And Corey. Weird. And Corey. Yeah, sorry. Whatever. God damn it. I'm sorry. I don't do this. I know. I forgive um, you. <laughs> I was going to say you something. Can do it. I was going to say something, but I, I still hold back. Uh, anyways, this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts 
made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Reviews, we love them. If you order something, put podcast in the notes, and we'll give you, um, Ben will give you a hand job. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you got clam chutney. I'm... If you got clam chutney, we're both soaking our feet in that. Yeah. You can come and observe if you like. Yeah. Sundays and we could, we could fire up a Yule log. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's got that like nasal. Yeah. <laughs> but just like for, for some, I have to give it to people that can hold their shit when doing shit like that. Because I would have a hard time, like not laughing, like real at myself, like for the whole, like the whole encounter. Like that dude like plays it cool. Like the whole entire time. He says the weirdest shit. I would have a, like, if I got encountered with that, and I could tell that, I don't want to sound like super fucking operator here, but I could tell he wasn't an actual threat, like someone's just yeah. purely fucking with me. Yeah. I would have a really hard time, you know, I don't know, about like three or four interactions yeah. back and forth without trying to give it back to him. Oh, I would totally. I'd be like, the couches. The couch. Oh, oh. the couches. Yeah. With Miranda. Yeah. Oh, man. And Topanga. I... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would walk right ever after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You just, yeah, feed him. Yeah. Glad to see they put the eyeball back in. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a splooch-tastic night, my friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 Glad to see you're walking straight. Yeah. Glad to see <laughs> you're walking saying. straight because you sure ain't acting it, yeah. man. Like, you, had a, you had a gate that would... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. You, you're still offering them for 25 or you raised your rates with inflation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much is sales tax? Huh? Yeah. You said on your nine or uh... yeah. yeah. Is this a write-off? Yeah. <laughs> you got an app? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Let's Anywho. Get you, you know the intro. And you know for a fact this is the second podcast we filmed today because the intros always go downhill on the second one we film of the day. Ba da ba da ba. Ba. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Do you okay, man? No! <laughs> no, I'm not! No, I'm not! Well, good. Me what are we talking about today? Yeah. We're talking about Seth and his truck. Fucking Seth. Fucking Seth. Did the email work for you? No. Okay. Well, Seth, uh, we've actually talked about his truck before. He's a uh, one of two Asians that drive Cummins trucks. 
probably more but two d- documented that we know of uh down in california yeah um, <laughs> see what i just did just bowed did. yeah <laughs> what, what do they say like uh mushy um, mushy or something as they bow or definitely not hard right, like, that's you're dying at that point yeah. I, I don't know uh california roll shit i don't know <laughs> i'm not even sure what kind of asian, asian he is he wears flip-flops and drives a cummins truck it could be anything could be anything could yeah. be anything yeah anyhow <laughs> <laughs> He recently picked up, I believe it's an 0659 crew cab long bed. My man. My man. Uh, he is a flip-flop wearer, uh, which he must be down in Southern California. Oh, yeah. And it is time for him to start doing some front-end work on this truck. Mm. Uh, the whole thing, though, is that Seth is a student. So he needs to make sure Is this that... the one that was uh, living in a trailer? No, different no. one. Okay. It's Lane. Um, so, Lane Tansy? Yeah. Lane Tansy actually... Uh, asked today if I was in my office eating glizzies to Sarah. <laughs> and she said, <laughs> she's like, I don't know, but I can go check. <laughs> That's what, it's like, no big deal. <laughs> no, just checking. Because she messaged me and was like, do you know Elaine Tansy? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> maybe. What did he say? Is he asking about the clam chutney? Yeah. He's asking about the chutney? No, he's asking about the glizzy. <laughs> Fuck, I love you guys. And so, um, Seth needs to get some front end work done on his truck, but definitely budget minded. But he also, since he is a fan of the podcast, knows that there are. I wouldn't say right or wrong ways to do it, yeah. but there are definitely, if you're on a budget, there's certain things that you just kind of need to do right the first time. Yeah. Uh, but there's also certain things that you can do, you know, if you are on a budget, it's going to be better than your normal auto parts store thing yeah. and set yourself up for success in the future. Yeah. So, and I believe he actually got this list all put together with Corey, which yeah. is pretty rad. Um, it's cool that he was able to call and I ended up talking to you. So I, I appreciate that. Well, he's got my email. Oh, I, nice. I just saw him email him if he needed anything. You're the best. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So uh, what did you guys end up doing? Uh, so off the top of my head, uh, I recommended Mopar upgrade steering. Yep. Bilstein stabilizer. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, kryptonite ball joints. I don't even know why I'm here right now. Corey already got it. <laughs> I mean, it's the same stuff we preach all the time. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, redhead steering gear box. I know he's already got. Uh, he's already got end links, if I remember right. Steering box brace. Uh, ooh, I forgot about that one. Good call. Yeah, yeah, give him a synergy steering box brace. Yeah, best bang for the buck. Yeah, uh, and then Mevotech or or the Moog uh, wheel bearings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as far as budget wise, I mean that's probably your that's probably your best setup. Regardless of what you're doing, steering box brace is definitely needed. Yeah. Um, especially if you're getting like that's like a perfect time if you're getting a new steering box. That's a perfect time to get a brace. Yeah. Get that shit on there at the same time you're installing a new box and a Pitman arm. And a Pitman yeah. arm. Well, I recommended well, getting the Pitman arm with the the steering anyway. Yeah. So because it, yeah because it's up it's a slightly updated from the from the previous years but you're setting yourself up for success just with that as, as far as at least just with your steering box now i'm sure people will go on forums you'll go online you'll still see people that have issues with the t-style steering the updated mopar steering yes there are i'll be the first to tell you we had issues we had a we were going down to an event in uh oregon 
it was me, I think Cooper, Bri Cooper and Brian, and we were towing the race truck, and we stayed at a hotel. We did the whole event, and then when we went to leave, uh, one of the tie rods failed. It literally like broke off, and the steering <laughs> joint was like on the ground. And this was like a Sunday. Shit. <laughs> so it's like we're not getting a new part, right? So I think we ended up having to. I think we stayed there an extra night. Uh, but yes, there are. I mean, you there's still failures, but in comparison, from as far as a price point, from the Mopar steering up to like a Synergy steering or any of the other aftermarket steering, I mean, it's it it is substantially cheaper. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, obviously there's better ways to go, but if you're on a budget, that's still a great kit. I mean, they used essentially that kit from, you know, mid model year 2008 all the way up to, you know, 2012 in some 2013 trucks. Um, so it, 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 is it some 2013? Did I say that right? I was listening. I'm 08, pretty sure. Yeah. steering. So from 08, mid model year 08 to. It's control arm truck, so if you go to... Any control yeah. arm truck from 08 and up yeah. has that steering on it. So, uh, again, it's, it, you know, obviously there's better options to go with that, um, but if you're on a budget, that's a great kit to go with. Pair that with, a like a, like Corey just said, a, a, a Bilstein steering stabilizer. That's going to be better than any factory stabilizer or anything you're going to get from an auto parts store, and they're still relatively affordable. Um and then the same thing with ball joints. Kryptonite makes a great product. That's hard um, to beat that price it point is too. Super hard to beat that price point. They're a great product. Um, they know what they're doing as far as steering stuff. You can't go wrong with the kryptonite stuff. Um, again, the same this is the same thing that applies, you know, from uh with the ball joints to the steering. There's obviously better options to go, whether it be Dynatrack, Carly. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, those are going to be your top tier ball joints, but there's nothing wrong with the kryptonite set. Do they, I think they even still offer their lifetime warranty on those ball joints, don't they? Right. Yeah. So it's a, basically a no questions asked lifetime warranty on those ball joints. You can't go wrong. Um, like I said, the only thing I would add to that list, like, like I was telling Corey steering box brace that would just dial in that front end. And then eventually, it, you know, when you got a little extra money burning a hole in, a po in your pocket, maybe look at some of the other aftermarket steering options, whether it be Synergy, whether it be Kryptonite, whether it be, um, what's the other one? Apex. Um, yeah. I mean, those are obviously your far superior options, uh, but it doesn't, If again, if you're on a budget, I mean, live within your means. You don't have to spend $1,000 on a steering kit. Um, plenty of people. We, I mean, we sell still sell the shit out of those eight the the Mopar steering upgrades. Mm -hmm. They work again. There <clears throat> are there going to be failures. Sure, keep your receipts. You can get it warranted if something does happen. But it, to be honest, it's kind of few and far between, really. Mm -hmm. um, even you know with just the Mopar stuff. So, no, you're on the right track. Uh, the one thing I wouldn't do, and I wouldn't recommend to anybody, is a steering shaft, like the Borgeson steering shafts. Um, I've gone rounds <laughs> with these Borgeson with the Borgeson steering shafts. Um, they're a great idea. They're definitely stronger than stock, but the issue that I have with them is going to be the ends on where they connect. They use a little like a set screw. Um, they just come loose. Uh, we had one on the owner's truck. Uh, I'd probably tighten that set screw probably five times before 
I tried to do something about it as far as like making the little pilot hole a little bit bigger, putting, you know, Loctite on the little set screw. It's just most of the time that the, 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 the steering shaft itself doesn't wear out. Um, they're usually fine. Um, uh, and even at that, I'd probably still go back to a stock one. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I love, you know, honestly, I don't even really even care if Borg is in, they're not probably even listening to this shit. I don't like their steering shafts. I I just don't. They just uh, they don't. They I I've, I feel like they don't work. Um, yeah, well, you're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> we uh, and and I don't even know if some of the aftermarket companies even know about enough of it yet. I can tell you this much. Um, when we were at SEMA last year, uh, every meeting that uh, I was with with Josh, where he t- anybody that made any sort of like chassis component. Yeah, he was like, "I fucking hate the Borgeson steering shafts. Someone needs to come out with something, even if it's just the joint. Someone needs to come out with yeah. something better." Because well, because I, I believe the original joint is like a, it's like a, it's like a one piece, but it's like a, that sep, that that it's like a bent piece of metal that has like the the bolt mm-hmm. through the one side that then crimps down on the splines of the input of the steering shaft. Whereas this is like a. You know, it looks nice. It's a machine piece that has the splines and everything, and then there's a set screw. But that set screw, I mean, there's a lot of vibrations that happen in the front of your truck. Mm-hmm. And that those set screws, that, they come loose. And then when that comes loose, you have a that loose feel in your steering, that kind of like you, where you're, you you know, you're, it's a sloppy. You feel disconnected. You just feel disconnected. Yeah. And, um, yeah, not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of that part. Um I, you know, Borgerson makes a lot of cool stuff for a lot of, you know, different rigs, but for like heavy duty trucks, I just, I wouldn't trust it. I'd rather put, um, a stock shaft in. Now, if you go back to like first gens, their first gen stuff is great, especially the one that reuses the reg joint and you can buy a new reg joint for it. That's a great, that that's a great option. But anything other than that, like third gen stuff, I, I, I would not do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to set you up. You know, Mopar steering, Bilstein stabilizer, some kryptonite ball joints, um, a steering box brace, and, you know, like you said, wheel bearings. I mean, we have options for wheel bearings, too. And again, there's always going to be a, a higher tier of something to go into, um, you know, such as like a Yukon um, you know, uh, free spin kit, or I'm sorry, Yukon locking hubs and a Dynatrack free spin kit. Right. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought um, about that, but it's like, Budget? No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. If there's nothing wrong with your wheel bearings, don't touch them. Um, oh, and axle U joints. I forgot axle U joints. Yeah. Um, uh, on a budget, you don't need. If everything's working fine, don't even touch it. Just just address the issues at hand, which are mainly going to be you know track bar steering, steering box, and ball oh. joints. Yeah, synergy track synergy bar. track bars. Well. Yeah. Synergy yeah. track bar. Um. Yeah, and also check with track bars. I mean, those Rams, they like to kind of wallow out those holes where the bolt goes in. I've even had guys, you know, go get like a hardened steel, not, not even a hardened, but just a steel washer um, to essentially kind of re-round the hole at the, at the uh, where the track bar bolts in and actually like weld that in because it... it there, I've seen trucks that have had that hole like wallowed out. Mm-hmm. And when that happens... You know, 
to a point, like no matter how tight you get that bolt, there's because the bolt hole is is larger than the bolt, uh, there's a chance for it to move. And you don't, that is like, that is the single most thing that's keeping the axle centered underneath the truck. And there's a absolute shit ton of force that is pushing laterally on that, on that joint. Um, that, that, that can, you know, can wear out shit, especially if you've already got something that's loose there. So, uh, just making sure that's nice and tight. It's not moving on you. A great way to see if it is, is just have someone underneath the truck, have someone inside the truck, turn it on and just turn the wheel back and forth because you're not moving and you are putting quite a bit of force on that track bar. When you turn that wheel both ways, um, you could, you know, the tires are turning and the body wants to go one way and the axle wants to go the other. So if there's going to be a problem there, you're going to see a little bit of movement. You shouldn't have any movement there, zero movement. Um, so just making sure you got a, a, a quality piece in there. Make sure the bolt hole isn't walled out. Make sure everything fits nice and tight and you'll be good to go. I'll shut up now. No, you're good. <laughs> well, and I, I want to touch on budget again real quick because I, I do think you you guys worked out a really good list and you may be thinking yeah. to yourself like, oh, what about the whole buy ones, cry ones thing? Like, don't worry. Like, we still agree with that. But when it comes down to, and I think the perfect example of this would be doing synergy steering or doing Mopar steering. Yes, we all agree the Synergy steering is a much better unit. It also, I think now it's 1100 bucks for, for the yeah, kit. It's quite expensive. For everything, yeah. Yeah, for, for that steering. Whereas the, and no steering stabilizer, no nothing. So you can get the Mopar steering kit with the steering stabilizer for less than 600 right now. Right. I want to say 541 with everything. At least yeah. that's what it was for a while. And then that frees up money for a track bar. Yeah. And pretty much a steering box brace. Like yeah. you've got, and so if when it comes down to it, it's like, would you rather have the single, like the most bomb proof steering ever, but then stock track bar, stock, no, no steering box brace, no ball joints, no nothing. Or would you rather, you know, have good of everything and be yeah. able to do more of it? How do you feel about the single side steering box braces? I know they're out there. I've seen them. We don't sell any of them. Mm -hmm. um, the argument that I've heard is tying the front frame rails together is like key but if you actually look at that like the front frame rails of like a third gen there's actually a cross member that's in front of that <laughs> so it's like putting another brace in between i'm not saying like i i, I don't know how mm -hmm. much i when i think of a single-sided steering box brace i i look at okay what is it trying to do it's trying to isolate it's trying to hold the sector shaft of the steering box steady is it gonna you know trying to hold it in one spot okay when you have like a single-sided brace it's still to me that it still acts as like a lever you know what i'm saying because it's mm -hmm. only bolted on one side mm -hmm. and you you could still possibly get a little deflection off of that i don't know this for a fact like i've never tested it i've just seen them out there and i've seen people i've heard people talk about them um to me having that box steel go across the frame rails and then having a thick like a three quarter inch steel tab coming off of that that's that's isolating the mm -hmm. sector shaft i think is a much better way to go than having just a single side one that's bolted on one section and you know because even if you bolt it on one section it still has the ability to kind of flex like down right um I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. I don't think the single side ones are, are worth the money, even if uh, like they could be like $50, $75 cheaper. Um, but I think I I would still go with like a Synergy or a BD or any of the other brands that we have out there. I mean, Sinister. I mean, there's all sorts of different mm -hmm. brands out there now. Um, in my head, the way that load transfers, especially like 
torsionally as things move around, it does make sense for me to have something connect the two frame rails. Yeah. Uh, mostly because... Well, especially the spinning, because spinning yeah. can give you, like, the side-to-side -side play and kind of, like, a downplay, too, right? Yeah. And in, in my mind, there's... There really is no downside as far as the room that it's taking up. And if if, yeah. if this truck is built to the point where like you need that room, then yes, go with the single side. I'm not yeah. saying you have to have the dual, but you know something better than nothing. Period. But as far as the room that it's taking up, inconsequential in my opinion. The cost, they're very close to the same cost. They're, yeah. they're both around. I want to say like 150 to 225 right in there, something like that. Not yeah. not super crazy, but they're close enough. And just having that, being able to locate that tab with that, uh, like the unibearing, or the, uh... Pillow bearing. Yeah, the bearing in there to uh, key off the sector shaft. It just, it, I, in my opinion, it locates it much, much, much better than a single-sided brace would. Yeah. Um, and again, I know there's arguments. I know uh, Dodge Off-Road. Um, I think they do a single-side one. They do a single-side one, too. And I've, I've heard, I've actually heard really good things, well... Dodge Anything is better than nothing. Good, yes, Anything is better than nothing with that. They do make good stuff, and I know everybody. If you're listening to this, you're like, "Oh, well, they have to say that they're part of Diesel Power Products." I get that, but we also, you know, try and keep it as real as fucking possible with you guys. Yeah. Like Dodge Off Road makes some great products. Everybody was like head over heels about their steering, and they were like, "Oh, their steering uses." Didn't they do a Heim joint? Was that Heim? Exactly. Yeah. And we fuck were, Heim joints. Yeah, and then, for a daily driver, dri driving truck. For a daily driver, and that's everybody was, you know, when Synergy came out with theirs and then Dodge Off-Road had theirs and they're like, oh, they have Heim joints. They're way stronger, blah, blah, blah. Like, you, you know, you're not wrong. Heim joints have their place. However, and this is after, you know, uh, Icon went away from their uniballs on their upper control arms. Yeah, for this very reason. Because of maintenance, 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 maintenance. If you're going to put Heim joints on something, maintenance is absolute key. That joint is fully exposed. All so, the time. All the time. So rain, dust, all that shit is going to be going through those joints. It's going to basically wash out all the grease. It's going to wipe out that joint and you're going to have to replace it more often. Is that something that you want to do? If you're okay with that, then great. Go with that kit. Otherwise, um, the, the design of a tie rod versus like a Heim joint isn't really that much worse. It really isn't. I mean, if you think about it, in, if this, you application. Keep it in this application, if you yeah. keep it greased, if you maintain it, make sure your boots aren't torn up. I mean, with any, I think with any steering kit, even so like PPE stuff for Duramax guys, we sell, we sell the uh, replacement boots, uh, boot kits for them mm -hmm. for synergy. We sell the replacement boot kits for them. You can get new boots and that boot is very important because it's, it's holding the grease and it's keeping it out of the elements. So rust, corrosion, any of that stuff does not happen inside that joint. Um, I, if it was a rig that you maybe like only took off road or something like that, yeah, it, it, maybe Heim joints are a better option for you. They are strong, um, and if you're it's something that you don't drive all the time, and you have the ability to uh, go in, you know, before you know before you drive it to you know grease it up, maintain it, make sure it's good to go. Then fine, that's that's a great kit for you. Otherwise, most people with their trucks are not going to sit there and look at their steering every time they drive. They're just not. Mm -hmm. They're just going to expect it to work and 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 drive away and 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 and. And that's just how people are. That's how I am. That's how I'm sure how Ben is. That's I'm sure how Corey is. He's not going to look at his fucking steering joints every time he goes for a drive. It's not going to happen. Yeah. That is it, it, too much, especially for a truck. I mean, people use their trucks for trucks, whether you're hauling something, whether you're using it as a daily, 
you just want to get a part on there that you know is going to last. Um, still have, you know, you still have to service things. I'm not saying you don't service anything. People with the rear diff stuff. I'm going to service my rear diff. <laughs> settle the fuck down. <laughs> but with steering stuff, it, it, that's very important. And anything with a boot is going to be able to, to maintain that grease in there, maintain lubrication for a longer period of time without you fucking with it. I agree. And and as far as the serviceability goes on those, and or I think when people see those are like, oh, the, you know, all the off-road trucks, all the uh, King of the Hammer trucks, they all have Uniball. They have Uniball everything. Uniball this, Heim joint. They, and you're not wrong. They also get rebuilt after every race. Exactly. <laughs> so for daily driving, having those exposed joints, um, even uh, Josh's wife uh, on their F-150 back in the day, they had Icon with yeah. Uniballs on there. Yeah. And they ripped they start them making off. noise. Yeah. They live on a dirt road after one season, like one winter. It was, imagine every, every bump you hit. It, yeah, they start making noise. They start it clunking. Like a wagon. Yeah, it's just um, again, it's a great idea. It's a super strong design for 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 abuse. Uh, but as far as regular driving, not a good idea. No, do not recommend it. Yeah. So yeah, there's our our piece on uniballs and and Heim joints and stuff like that. Yeah. But that, that was also one of the reasons why everybody from Dodge Off Road, like we would have to kind of explain that about Serenity to them, and they're like, yeah. oh. And every once in a while, we would get someone that was coming from a Dodge off-road kit to uh, like a synergy kit or something like that. And if I recall correctly, uh, eventually Dodge off-road <clears throat> ended up offering a tie rod replacement, kit, tie yeah. rod replacement kit. Yeah, uh, which and that's a cool thing with like those aftermarket kits is they they make all those joints replaceable. Um, which which that is that saves you a ton of money because even with like the Mopar kits, like. The bars aren't the part that goes bad. It's the yeah. joint. And those are like one piece. Bucks. So and and uh yeah, they're much more expensive versus like a forty five dollar joint. Um so yeah, that's 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 what I think. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and also you went with a you know Bilstein steering stabilizer. Great option. We heard Tyler's uh, opinion on dual steering stabilizers there. So yeah. good job, Seth. <laughs> um, and also like good ball joints. But I, I, the main thing I want to put out there is the fact that it is a, you've done a very good job, you and Corey have, of making something that's going to handle and get your truck better than it is now. Yeah. But also really not breaking the bank and also yeah. not shooting yourself in the foot. Like you're not going and ordering some, you know, the cheapest part store thing on Rock Auto because they have a a steering or a steering kit on Amazon that's like forty five dollars, but it includes everything. Yeah. And you're like, eh, that's a little too good to be true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like you're probably gonna bend it. Like yeah. not even kidding. Yeah. But uh, the, yeah, good choice, good parts put together kit, Corey. Nice job. There was one other topic I want to bring up real quick here. Uh oh. Corey. What? You've mentioned that uh, you may have a a hankering from Mo Powell, baby. Oh yeah, I've been toying with the idea. Yeah, <laughs> I've been toying with an idea. Corey's been toying with an idea. I want to do my suspension first, though. Like a pro charger? What are we talking here? <laughs> you can't Did see I hit Corey the nail on the head. <laughs> pro charger? Pretty much. Yeah, I was thinking like the Whipple kit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? When's the last Mitch, time look, you've seen Corey smile like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Mitch's fault, goddammit. <laughs> to be honest with you, 
Fuck the suspension. Put the wiggle on there. <laughs> <laughs> if you want my honest opinion, does, it, a, does it drive right now? Well, does yeah. Sti- you're fine. Put a wiggle on there. I wanna, It'll make your drive so much funner. I want to pause this real quick. I'll, this takes me back to episode like When I said the four. first thing that I would do would be suspension because it is a very uh, overlooked and blah, blah, blah. I get it. I understand that. <laughs> I get it. He's got a GM though. It's like it already probably rides like a Cadillac. What are you trying to do? You got new wheels and tires on it. It looks great. Throw some power at that bitch. Let's hear some little. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Get, I'm aroused. <laughs> so, Corey, go on. What do you think? I mean, it's just an idea I've been toying with. Uh, Fuck so yeah! I, I went out to uh, the drags with Mitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably about a month ago or so. Yeah, you don't, don't want any. You don't want the truck any higher, anyways. Well, I just want it level. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a, Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a truck pretty similar to mine. It's got a camper shell. It totally looks like Grandpa truck, but yeah, uh, it's got a nice little supercharger and a little bit of gas. You know, like a little bit of a little bit of funny juice. I like it. I like uh, it. And the thing moved. I bet. It moved. <laughs> Six liter, like with a like a pro charger or super, yeah. like yeah, that thing's gonna get down. Yeah, so I just kind of been tossing the idea in my head a little bit. I if the fully cost of the up. whatever you're looking to do is equal to or within five or ten percent of the suspension, it is not. <laughs> how, how how far off? Uh, it is almost triple the price. Wow, like through Holly? Well, maybe two and a half. But it's still kind of worth it. <laughs> but that's that's injectors, that's tuning, that's yeah, it's a whole know. whole meal deal. God yeah. damn you, Mitch. Um, yeah. So I would do it. I would so do that. Something that I don't have any experience with is gas engines that have been supercharged and towing. I don't know if if it's like they build, they have a propensity to build more heat and heat soak. I don't know if if any of you like listeners have actually have any experience like towing with superchargers. Um, I'd like to hear it. He's not so towing there's a, heavy. There's, well, there's there's a difference though because there's you know there's superchargers, there's prochargers. He's he's looking at a root like a, like an actual like supercharger. an actual like take the intake manifold off, yes. put a supercharger on. Yeah. Have you looked up a procharger kit? It's basically a turbo on your pulley. Yeah, not yet. And you can put an intercooler on it. Like I said, right. I, I've well, just can, like started getting into you this. Intercooler supercharger, like the plate that goes in between there. Yeah, or water air. Well, that seems like the more expensive option versus like a pro charger. It might be. I don't know. Again, I, like you're you're talking to probably one of the most greenest guys when it comes yeah. to a towing and b like pro chargers. And I would look at a pro charger. Just look at a pro charger. I think that'd be freaking dope. The I either yeah, I would do it, do it, <laughs> do it. You do that. Ben gets forties. And I do my rear diff fluid. <laughs> Seems like both of you guys come out ahead on this one. I'm just going to blow a transmission. <laughs> well, fuck, Corey White, too. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Damn, Corey yeah. with a supercharged. I, th- I think the Pro Charge would be kind of cool on there, but I do like the idea of a supercharger. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't done a lot of research into it, but. Check out a Pro Charger. I don't know if they're cheaper or more expensive. I don't know. It seems to me, I think they're, a, um, I feel like they're a cheaper option, but I could be wrong. 
Because the, like the whole swapping out the intake manifold for like a supercharger to me seems like a uh, more expensive way to go, especially if you're trying to like cool the air before it gets in the engine. In between that, also you got to worry about like maybe like hood clearance with that kind of thing. Are you gonna have to run like a cal hood? Like what's the deal? What's the deal with that? Because that's gonna change some shit. High output intercooled supercharger kit. So that to me is like a pro charger. That's on the belt. So they say supercharger. To me, like a pro charger is is on the belt like that, where it's like a turbo that's belt driven. Like to me, like a supercharger, or I, or some people will say like a blower, you know. So this one they're calling it a pro charger, pro charger high output. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think we're all fucking up here. Pro charger is the brand. It's like how you call. Yeah, it, but it's, it's like, like how you call it tissues Kleenex. Yeah, I mean, there's, I think, a lot I was, of. I was tracking on that. I just, I thought you guys were too. Sorry. Yeah, okay, so yeah, pro charger high output intercooled supercharger kit. Hmm. So it's still considered a supercharger because it's injecting air mechanically, like pressurized. Yeah. Not by exhaust gas. Yeah. You know, it's taking uh, power off the accessory drive to compress it. Um, I don't know. I got a freaking pee so bad right now. <laughs> I, I think honestly, either one will work for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think a. Uh, do you know what what horsepower range it put you? I don't. Oh, like I, um, a thousand. No. <laughs> like I said, this is very, very early stages of I mean it's probably like a, a solid like five fifty, six hundred horsepower. I would yeah, say. Like probably yeah. when you when you're done. Yeah, I mean depending on how, how much you turn it up, but I mean yeah, I'd say forced induction on that with tuning and injectors and no cam. Um I mean it'd probably be solid four seventy five, five hundred. In my opinion, I, I think if it's not, if that thing's not breaking five hundred with one of those, I'd be. I just worry about the the cam profile, working with that. Fuck the cam. And, no. well, and how <laughs> no. hard you want to like Looney Tune yeah, it, you no, know? For sure. I'm for sure, sure you could ram. You still as want it, you like want. you know, obviously like usable, like for towing. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still sure going to be a daily, you know. But I that mean, is that is yeah something I've been considering. I mean, you would still definitely want a. Uh, Either a giggle juice button or a uh, or the the get fucked button for a, a tune on there. If you could, you know, you still need a spicy tune. Don't yeah. worry, we're gonna make sure you have one. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess the uh, the shop that puts on those races mm-hmm. uh, tunes those very well. So cool. yeah, the I found a couple, and just pricing wise, they all look like they're around, and it's an uh, you know, all-inclusive kit, so air, air, water, air, intercooler, About stuff like seven that. About seven to eight. Seven to eight, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a lot of saving. That's, a, that's a lot of money for a little bit extra horsepower. <laughs> yeah. yeah you sure you is. don't want to just put like a... Are you sure you just don't want to buy a diesel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. put, a, put a cam and a tune on it. You could probably yeah. do a cam and a tune on there for like a third of that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And have like a very... Nice stout, naturally aspirated, rocking 450 out of it. Look, don't be a voice of fucking reason here. <laughs> I don't want to be. Get out of here, Ben. Did, stop talking. Tell him to get a pro charger. Wait a minute. Didn't you just make a budget friendly kit for Seth? Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't you tell me to fuck off. <laughs> it's the yin and yang. Yeah. You know? <laughs> fuck. Fuck. I gotta pee. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed our endeavor into uh, talking about some steering pro- and pro chargers. Steering and pro like chargers. Uh, if you have any experience towing um, with any sort of force induction gas engine, please let us know. And that could be turbo, supercharger, pro charger, 
anything we'd like to hear it because uh the, you're talking about the three greenest guys in here when it comes to gas yeah. engines and towing with forced induction Whew. i feel like we have a lot to learn but it could be pretty cool yeah Good. yeah well thank you thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you in the next one bye thanks for tuning in make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com